that skit was, that was just funny. <laughs> that was just funny. You know, is, is that brother all right? Is that all right? All right. Yeah. Certainly, you know, we, we thank God for the opportunity to be standing before you again. Not going to be long. Um, you know, what is it? Uh, five minutes is too long for a bad message. And just right for a good one. Amen. And so, we thank God for Elder um, Miller and God bless you. You know, it's always good to be home and just in, in, in the house, you know, among the saints. And so, yes. uh, certainly just thank God. And, you know, I, the lights, I'm looking at the spotlight. I confess, Jesus is Lord. <laughs> Jesus is Lord. When the light is on, you confess some things. We're going to go on into the Word of God. Amen. And, and, and so you already have the theme. Actually, what everyone has said already, I'm just going to put a cherry on the top of what already has been said. I'm just going to put a cherry on top of it. And so with that being said, help me with a little bit of this song. And it's familiar. This one there, we be putting our musician through. I love my little brother. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. I'm a soldier.
That means he's gonna post up. My God. Bless your Lord. We're gonna go on into the word of God and see what the scripture has to say. Alright. Amen. And so you know, I was reading over in Job and Job said, though he slay me. Yet will I trust him? That's my testimony. Come on. Yes. I'm gonna trust him again. Come on, God. No matter what. You know, you, you, when you're on the battlefield, yeah. you know, and it seems like the odds are against you. Yeah. And I believe it. We've we heard it, you know, where says David encouraged himself. And, you know, you, you encourage yourself sometimes, too. Come on. You know, I'm going to trust in him. Yeah. I'm going to believe what he has to say. Yeah. You know, the, the battlefield, you know, is in your mind. And when you deal with things that cross your mind, the enemy is bombarding you. You know, you gotta grab hope to something that's gonna hold hold you steadfast. Uh, I believe uh, uh, Minister Hightower said, "My soul is anchored in the Lord. My soul is anchored in Him. The same anchor that's gonna be dragged uh, across the bottom of the floor." But it's going to hold fast. Yeah. Amen. And so you got to have something that, that's going to help you hold Jesus. on. You know, and, and so I believe that, you know, this is what the writer was saying here. I'm going to trust in him. You know, and I'm going to maintain my, my own. I'm going to maintain integrity for him. Because he's my salvation. But well, the theme for this auspicious occasion is a call to order. It's an order. It's an order. Manual battle station. You know, when I thought about that, I said, fire. I'm sorry about that. My mind is on track. All right. Yes. Sometimes you got to fire back. Yeah. Uh, you go fire back sometimes. So let's go on. In the book of Rebecca, it said, I will stand upon my watch. Anyone preach this already? Okay. I will stand upon my watch and set me up on the tower and will watch to see what he will say unto me. And then I'm, I'm going to, uh, once he has spoken to me, once he's given me some instructions, how am I going to respond? Well, what am I going to say back? And you know, uh, I've heard uh, the Bible is very transparent as far as the response of people. You know, and, and through our lifetimes, our little lives that we have, we've seen the response of people as well. You know, we know when someone is saying yes. We know when someone is saying no. We know when someone is making an excuse. You know, like Moses said, I don't have good speech. You know, I, I stutter. And you know, and it's this. His other half, his best half, came and helped him out. She wasn't happy about it, but she helped him out. You know, and so uh, what will you say when the Lord speaks to you? How will you respond? How are you going to act? You know, and so uh, when the instructions is given, you know, and so it is this disposition that a soldier must take. You know, if you don't take the position in which that 
you have been called upon, what you have been trained, you know, military, you've been trained. If it's paramilitary, you've been trained. And it's your responsibility, as the Urshans were saying, uh, that you, you've gone through 101, you've gone through 102, and you've gone through the advanced classes and, and all those things, you know, that you need to go through uh, in order to maintain the position. You've got to maintain it. And, you know, they're not going to run out there and retrain you while you're on the battlefield. And so the, the soldier must assume that uh, when they are engaged and preparing in combat, uh, you know, uh, we also have to remember uh, the type of battle that we're in. We're our battlefield and, and the things that we're dealing with is, is not like any other situation. You know, and so uh, it, it's, it's also referred to as the war of the anointed. We're dealing with an anointing. They're the ones anointing. You know, they, they talked about that in the in, in the skit about the anointing. Uh, you know, they said that the person said that I was in the spirit. And you know, that's an anointing. Yeah. It don't matter what spirit it is. <laughs> it's an anointing. Yeah, go ahead. And so, you know, and, and so they uh, this is a war of the anointing. Uh, you need to know and understand the type of battle uh, that you are being, that you're fighting. You know, and so this is why the Church of Ephesus, why they're bringing me a little something to sip on, why the Church of Ephesus was instructed to put on the whole armor of God that you may be able, there's a reason why I'm going to put this on, is so that I uh, may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. He's coming at you. You know, and so that I might be able to stand. That's what the scripture says. And so, in other words, that I have a, there is a better uh, possibility uh, that I'll stand and come out all right if I put this on. Bless the Lord. That, and, and he reminds them, he said that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. He told you it's a war of anointing. Against principalities. He said against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world. And, and so you understand that there are principalities natural, there are principalities in the spirit, there are powers that exist, there are rulers of darkness. It's not just something off preacher featured on limits or you know anything. There are actual uh, rulers of darkness in this world. And against spiritual wickedness in high places. It doesn't matter if they are if, if they have been elected president, it don't matter if they've been elected king or queen, it don't matter what continent they are on, they could still be wickedness in high places. Bless the Lord Jesus. And so while this order is, is, is for everyone, uh, it is specific to uh, our urges, the office of urges today. Yes. And so this position is often referred to, thank you, as a doorkeeper, as you heard mentioned earlier, a, a person on duty at the interest of a particular building. 
And so um, they're considered a doorkeeper. And in this case, we're talking about the church. And so they occupy. Some occupy in a theater. Others occupy in a stadium. And other places. And, you know, but, but we're talking about the church of God, the most important place. There's no other important place than the church of God. And so uh, while the Bible does not uh, the office uh, of urgency specifically, they are present and described as a doorkeeper. They occupy the, the threshold of the gate. Uh, this is the most common thing that, that we know them for, is that they're occupying the gate. And we kind of leave it there. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. We just kind of leave it there that, you know, they're the first, as mentioned earlier, they're the first person that someone sees. Come on. Well, that's not always true. Sometimes the first person that they see is you on the parking lot. And how you conducting yourself before you get into the church. Bless the Lord. Sometimes they, they, the first person they see is, is you in the back. And they had passed by here and decided they were going to visit. And then when they got here, they saw you and remember what they heard you say. So they're not always the first person. But they are a significant one. Bless the Lord Jesus. This position is, is, that we refer to is considered to be one of the most prominent positions. Now, too often we look at the usher and we uh, minimize. We minimize that role because we don't know enough about it. Uh, you know, one of the things that's important and I believe is more important today than any other time is that no matter what office you hold, you must understand it. You must understand what it consists of, what needs to be done. Uh, you need to understand that like, like Minister Glover said, the sniper uh, may have a, you might be in the crosshairs of the sniper, but understand it, sometimes when you look at the sniper, they have someone over their shoulder that's measuring the wind. They're working as a team to make sure that the velocity doesn't change because the wind condition changed or it dropped. Bless your Lord. And so we have to consider. And so this is a unique and powerful position that has been downplayed by men. It has been downplayed by organizations seeking their own hierarchy. Bless your Lord Jesus. Because God's hierarchy was not good enough. Bless your Lord. It was not good enough for them. And so they began to create their own hierarchy. Uh, this unique and powerful position should not be downplayed by anybody. Mighty God. Uh, most of the time, as I heard that men occupied it through the Old Testament, but today men uh, seem like they don't want to be part of the earth because of how uh, it's been treated. And you see more of the women uh, taking that role. Oh my God, bless you, Lord Jesus. The Bible tells us over in 2 Kings, the 22nd chapter, it says, Go up to Hilkah, the high priest, and let him. Uh, uh, that he may count the money that has been brought into the house of the Lord, which the keepers of the threshold have collected from the people. 
Now I need you to underline that. Uh, because we'll come back to that. Bless your Lord. I, I need you to go up and count the, the money, the, the money that's been received. Uh, 2 Kings 25 and 18 says, And the captain of the guard took Sarah, the, the chief prince of Zephaniah, the second priest, and the three keepers of the threshold. You see, the ministry, the ministers work very closely with the urshers. You know, I, I don't know where, where it came, where the separation of it began to occur, where the urshers have been pushed aside. Uh, that they have been set aside and they didn't, and they stopped working with the ministers when they should be working hand in hand. Well, the Bible tells us in 2 Chronicles 9, about the 17th verse, it says, And the porters uh, were Shalom and Akham and Talim and uh, Ahim and their brethren, and they were chief, they were ministers in the service of the Lord. Who wherefore they waited at the king's gate eastward. They were porters in the company of the children of Levi. Unlike today, the porters were, uh, dis were not dismissed. But they served very closely with the clergy. Yeah. Uh, the Levi's uh, meaning a unity and a joint unity or joint harmony. So they were in harmony with the ministers. Bless the Lord. They weren't told to just stand by the door and, and, and greet people, just put a smile on your face. Uh, you know, and, and, and so we shouldn't treat them like, like the ones no disrespect meant, but, but when you walk into Walmart, uh, this is, we're not treating them like that. You know, just to say hello to everybody and just smile and, and you know, keep it going, that's, that's not their job. Bless the Lord. And, and so the porter had to be in harmony together with the Levi. The Bible says, how can two walk together except they be agreed? You know, and so this dismantles that cliche of opposites. Of, mm. And so it becomes a false balance. And so to keep it from being a false balance, they had to know their job. They had to know what to do to stand uh, and to man their station. And so the Bible tells us that the, the Levi. And, you know the heads of the tribes and all of them that they were that they kept the unity of the keepers and they worked very closely together to those that would enter into the house of God. Phanes, uh, uh, the son of Elijah, uh, was the ruler over them, and the time passed, and the Bible said the Lord was with them. And so when we look at the urshers, we need to also remember that the Lord is with them. Not because they were they tarried at the altar and they've been filled with the Holy Ghost. But you need to understand the Lord was with them because of the position in which they held. Bless the Lord. And so the Bible goes on to tell us that this particular position, the, the porters and the, the or the doorkeepers or the urchins or however that you want to call them, uh, we've done them an injustice because we'll take someone and we'll allow them or just place them upon the archer board. Well, the Bible tells us that David, uh, this prophet David, King David, uh, the one that kept all that God commanded him to do throughout his life with one exception. 
bless the Lord, and Samuel, uh, the child of prophecy, the seer over Israel. The Bible said that they ordained the office. When have we ordained the ushers? Bless the Lord Jesus. The ushers have not been ordained as far back as I'm aware of. I've never seen them ordained. Oh, I just heard about them uh, taking gum from children and, and stopping them from going to the bathroom. And, and you know, but we can sit through the movies and, and watch an entire movie for three and a half hours and drink a, a big gulp and, and eat popcorn and eat hot dogs and candy and not bust a move at all. And get to the house of God and every few minutes I got to go to the bathroom. Every few minutes. I'm like, Oh, bless the Lord Jesus. I'm being honest here. Mighty God. Every few minutes, the deacons got to go in there and tell them to come out and, and, and wipe around it and, and clean up off the floor. And, oh, my God. Because they couldn't hold it. They didn't want to hold it when they could have. But bless the Lord Jesus. That even go for some adults. My God. That, that we need to keep our foot when we go into the house of God rather than give up and offer the sacrifice of foods. Yep, old fools, young fools, little fools, big fools, all types of fools that come in a multiple package like skills. Bless the Lord Jesus. And so we need to keep our feet when we go into the house of God. This position has been ordained and established by the prophet. Yeah. Bless the Lord. And so we ought to treat them just that same way. It is an office of ordination. Don't let nobody make you feel like you're on an Ursha board and so uh, because you're, you're just an Ursha. Oh, the devil is a liar, too. My God, uh, he you just, no, no. See, we got the same messed up where, where we can tw twist it and mix it up with Catholicism and Reformation and, and all type of stuff instead of sticking to what the Word of God says. Bless the Lord Jesus. Can we just stick to what the Word of God says? Can we just follow what God is saying? Oh my God, bless you, Lord Jesus. We don't have to get all fancy like every other. Mm. But let's just do it like Jesus said, do it. But let's just do it what, what the word of God says. Mighty God, I believe that that is the best way of doing everything. It's whatever God has to say about it. Not what man has to say, but what God has to say. That's what we should be doing. Bless the Lord God. The Urshans. This is specific for the Urshans. So nobody should ever walk in and say, well, they're just an Urshan. You know, when are you going to step up? I'm already up. Bless the Lord. Because the church doors do not open without the Urshan. The church doors can be closed at any time by the Urshans. The person is in control of the entire service so that the minister can perform their duties. Bless the Lord God. I'm already at the top of the pinnacle. I'm already living high. I'm already on top of the wall. There's a building that's been created. The Bible said that the ushers live on the premises of the sanctuary. Bless the Lord Jesus. Thank you. 
you, Jesus. See, we read about the seraphims. We read about the seraphims that, that surround the Lord and surround the sanctuary. Oh, my God. But when you look at the earth, you're looking at Bless your Lord. You're looking at that same authority, that same power, that, that same uh, um, bless your Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, tell them thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. See, man got to stay next up. Huh. Because they didn't feel it was it was uh, good enough for them. Uh, they didn't feel that, that it was something they wanted to do. And so they began to temper and, and, and tamper with what God was saying. Yes. That's why we got the, 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 the deacons uh, taking offerings when it was really the urshers' job. That's why they were counting the money from the treasure. They were counting the money that had been collecting from the people. Because the urshers was receiving it on God's behalf. Mighty God, but, but somebody got to mess up in their mind. And then I don't want to be an urshers. I want to be much more. But don't you know whatever God called you to be? That's it right there. But God says goes. Bless the Lord Jesus. And so they, they begin to hand things off. They begin to break it down. I asked one of the bishops, I said, Bishop, I said, why did deacons take an office? When the Bible tells us that the Urshans was in charge of that. When did it change? But the bishop said, I don't know. I don't get it myself. Well, when I went into the Word of God, well, when, uh, I found out men that just messed this thing up uh, because of their own greed, because of their own desire. My God, the urchins are full of the authority and power, full of the will of God, ordained by God, supersede in every situation. Bless the Lord Jesus. It didn't change on this side of Calvary, but it, uh, bless the Lord, on this side of Calvary, you uh, heard the word say uh, that, that, that even Jesus himself said that when he come and come to the, the threshold that the porter looks up, see who it is. Oh, it's not you, Lord. You can't come in here. Oh, wait a minute. You don't belong here. Oh, my God. But when they see the one that belongs, I, it makes me wonder that when that day comes, but when they open up the east gate, what Porter is going to be there to open up that gate so that Jesus will come through. My God, they come in in the New Testament. And my God, their work is not finished. It's no far. It's not finished at all. Bless the Lord Jesus. So the Urshan, don't disrespect the Urshan. My God, because they're the one that's going to let you in. Bless the Lord Jesus. They keep it on the west. They keep it on the east. They keep us on the north. Bless the Lord God. What the Bible tells us. The Bible tells us. The Bible. The Bible. Uh-huh. Come on, say it. The Bible. This is Bible. This ain't the book of Carl. Uh-huh. This ain't the, the, the revelation of you know, the writings of, uh, of, of Eminem. Bless the Lord. It's the word of God. And if they shut it up, if they shut it down, and we know that they're 
not, they're not full, full of no hocus pocus or nothing like that. But they handle it. They handle it. And so we need to reassess. We need to reassess. These are renowned ministers of the sanctuary. Bless the Lord. When the pastor goes someplace, I've only seen this that I can think of once. That when the pastor, when I've been in other services, I've only caught it once where the pastor had issues assisting when they came. I'm talking about visiting pastors when they've gone and you know I was in a service and the visiting pastor brought ushers to help them. Not an entourage, an entourage of men, an entourage of women that, you know, following behind them, but they actually had curses. I was like, yeah. <laughs> That's how it's supposed to be done. You know, when did, when did I, I, now I'm not putting this down, I'm just asking. When did we have, a, what is a, a, a shepherd's mother? When it was the ursher, an individual ursher or the chief person would actually post up for this area to handle everything that needed to be done here. To meet all the needs and the requirements that needed to be handled here. Not any person could walk up because there was a chief person, a chief boy. And so they would handle that responsibility as well throughout the sanctuary. I'm just about done talking five minutes. Five minutes is all I need. Bless the Lord. Mighty God. And so the porters. The porters. The porters. Mighty God. Bless you, Jesus. We would owe them something. We owe them something. After all this time. Mighty God. Bless you, Jesus. I'm going to ask the, the ministers to, to, to come. And ask the urshers. And ask the urshers to come. Bless the Lord. You on the urshers board.
Thank you, Jesus. Mighty God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We totally ignore the, the teaching on verses in our leadership conference and leaders too. We just made assumptions about different things and it's time out for that. We've had stuff handed down to us and it may have worked for, for that time but the thing about it, the Bible said when you come to the light to walk in. And so we, we've come to a, a different to an enlightenment of what the scripture has pointed out to us. We want you to know that we appreciate every drink that's been brought. Every time you've made eye contact with us to see if we needed anything. You know, the times that you came and asked, what do you want? How do you want it? We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. No one else has said thank you. We're saying thank you. Hallelujah. All of us standing here saying thank you. Thank you for your service. Thank you for being there when you were having a bad hair day. Thank you. Thank you for putting up with our attitudes. Bless your Lord. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you. You pressed your way. We appreciate you. We just want you to know that. And so we're, we're praying that the host of ministry is standing because we're praying that, that from in this moment in this thank you that, that God would bless you with favor that you need moving forward whatever it is Lord God we just we just pray but as the ministers lay hands upon them Lord God Lord Jesus we just pray and ask that you would bless Lord Lord God that you would grant favor upon these persons Lord God that you would bless them, Lord God, their, their faithfulness, Lord God, where there's healing that's needed, Lord Jesus, where there is strength that is needed, Lord God, where there is finances that are needed, Lord God, you know whatever it is that is needed, ask that you would bless them, Lord. Lord Jesus, we ask your forgiveness when we come up short in in recognizing the ordination of this office that has been ordained by you, that you have appointed this structure. Lord God, and, and we just ask that you would that you would continue, Lord God. Help us, Lord God, as we provide strength as we are encouraging as we work with our issues and our against them. In the name of Jesus. Lord God, we will continue. We'll continue to give you glory. 
Continue to pray for us as we are praying for you, Jesus. 